Welcome to Mike Cooley Radio. Let's get it. We gonna get it in. Hi, everybody. I hope everybody having a blessed day. And I hope everybody's staying safe out there. This segment here is about Kanye. I wasn't gonna talk about Kanye, but I think I should get a little bit of detail on the Kanye West thing and what my point of view is on it. And um, with his uh, anti-Semitic um, comments and thoughts. Um, anti-Semitic is wrong. Um, racism is wrong. I just want to put it out there. Um, it's wrong. And I don't agree with it at all. Um, when it comes to hate, I stand by the, um, you know, I stand by the Jewish community on not having hate, uh, but showing love. And we should support the Jewish community. But, um, a lot of things Kanye said, what I kind of looked at it is, is that Kanye's in the billionaire, in the billionaire area. There ain't that many black people as billionaires. And so he's dealing with Jewish companies that are billionaire people. And clearly something went wrong where there was some type of disagreement between them and him. And clearly something pretty much went to a point where Kanye decided that he got fed up of what was going on with him not getting the opportunity to build whatever he's trying to do because he's not in that circle, that Jewish circle of of the rich Jewish circle that, you know, people given opportunities because of what they are, you know, being Jewish, any race that you are. Instead of him coming out and saying, man, I'm just a little frustrated about business moves that I'm trying to make. And it's hard to be an African-American male, a billionaire where there's not people of my color up there to do business with. And it's hard to get these deals that I'm trying to get done, done. Um, If that's what's going on. Um, Kanye decided to go have a rampage. And pretty much went out and said things that, you know, hurt the people out there in the community of the Jewish community. You know, he said things about black folks and, and, and George Floyd, rest in peace and things that he just shouldn't have been out there saying on certain things. But when it comes to the industry stuff, when it comes to contracts, when it comes to all that. We know that they are, you know, a lot of the Jewish community is running that. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. Jewish Jewish people been through a lot. Just like African Americans, we've been through a lot. Every race has been through a lot of diversity in this world. We've all been through something. Um, so we shouldn't be hating on each other. None of that. Supporting each other. Being there for each other. Like I said, I support the Jewish community. I really do. Now, let's hear what let's hear what Farrakhan had to say. And um, we all know how Farrakhan is and we know how Farrakhan can be. But let's hear what he has to say. And I'm going to get into the details more. Here we go. ADL has jumped on Kanye West because he said black people don't have the same level of connections as Jewish people. Black people don't have the same connection as oil people, quote. 
Did he lie? No. He told the truth. And the ADL, Mr. Foxman, issued a press release on the second day of December 2013. And this executive director said, quote, if the comments are true as reported, this is classic anti-Semitism. There it goes again. The age-old canard that Jews are all-powerful. No, you're not all-powerful, but you certainly are powerful. And you control the levers of government. You don't want to admit it. But as a celebrity, you're telling Kanye West he should know better. He does know better, and that's why he said what he said. Then you said to him, we hope that he would take responsibility for his words. Understand why they are so offensive and apologize to those he has offended. You know what? Uh, Mr. Foxman, I wish you and I could have a dialogue. You wouldn't put that small time stuff over on me that you put on scared to death Negroes that if they mentioned you and you call them anti-Semitic, they start bowing to you and your pressure. Kanye West, don't bow to the pressure to apologize to anybody. You said nothing wrong. Who are you, Farrakhan, to tell him that he said nothing wrong? I am directly from the Christ and the Messiah. So what I tell you has more weight than anything that these enemies might want to say. You have nothing to apologize for. It is their fear of the truth. And that's why it gives me pleasure to defend my brother. Now, we heard what Farrakhan had to say. And Farrakhan is pretty much putting it out there that he support Kanye West of of what he's talking about. I think Kanye West kind of went out and said things that offended. And I think if he would have sat back and really talk about this, what the really what he was issue, that was the issue. The issue is that he feels that as being an African-American, he's not African-American, that he's not getting the same opportunity and chances to do certain things, to build the African-American community on certain things. And he feels that he can't do certain things because of whatever happened, Um, because the Jewish community is running certain things in the industry. Now, um... I'm going to sit here and we're going to hear what Kanye had to say. And let's see what he has to say here. And I want you guys to um, hear what he what Kanye had to say. And I'll get back to you guys. So let's hear what Kanye had to say. I'm looking for right now. And um, let's hear what he has to say about what how he's feeling. Here we go. Give me a couple of seconds, and we'll have this under control. Here.
and we're gonna see what he has to say. And um, and I think that whatever we feel he has to say, we hopefully he's saying something that makes sense. Um, I'm just getting y'all some information. Just give me one second to get it all loaded up. Here we go. such as, especially, but not exclusively, this sounds like a, I'm gonna let them go back. What was that? Right, so it says, think about it, that sounds like the type of wording that's in the contracts, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, it says, such as, especially, but not exclusively, the myth about a world Jewish conspiracy or of Jews controlling the media, economy, government, or other societal institutions. But isn't that what you said? That Jews run everything? Yeah, but that actually is considered to be anti-Semitic. Right. So I didn't realize that it was anti-Semitic to say, hey, you know, I have a Jewish attorney, I have a Jewish record label, I have a Jewish contractor, I have a Do you regret your statements? Or the statements you think you should be walking back? I mean, considering... What do you mean, walking back? Well, you know, backing up off of them. I mean, the thing is, you've, you've lost a lot of endorsements. People are dropping you. You're getting, you know, vilified. You know, I mean, you might think you're right, but I think, you know, there's a lot, there's a whole world out there that's condemning you for, for what you said. Okay, so this right here is a chart of uh, Universal Studios, 20th, 20th Century Fox, ABC News, CBS, CBS News, Columbia Pictures, uh, Warner Brothers, ESPN Sports, Fox News, Washington Post, Metro Goldwyn Meyer, MTV Music Television, Nickelodeon, USA Today, Wall Street Journal, Comedy Central, NBC Entertainment, um, uh, Google, uh, what else do we have? Disney, ABC Kids and Family, YouTube, Los Angeles Times, Discovery Network, Paramount Pictures, Facebook, Huffington Post, Yahoo, Marvel, Hulu, Cosmopolitan, Time, um, Touchstone, Associated Press, uh, Pixar, Miramax, HBO, New York Post, Lucas Arts, MSNBC, uh, DreamWorks Animation. Now, the thing is, I skipped over maybe about five of them because it was just unclear on this list. The red are the executives that are Jewish. 
at these companies. Do you think they stuck together when they heard what you said? Was that was that the was that what happened? Well, what I said is, hey, you know, I have, I've had experiences where it felt like I was being teamed up on, and I didn't realize that that term would be considered to be anti-Semitic. So I had a, a mediation um, with Adidas today, and. I think Adidas felt like because everyone else was uh, ganging up on me that they had the right to just take my designs. And I feel like right now, I feel like that was in Christianity. We don't say we don't say karma. We say uh, you reap what you sow. And I feel like this is God humbling me right now because it's two things that are happening. A lot of times when I would say, oh, I'm the richest black man, it would be a defense that I would use for the mental health conversation. To say, oh, you guys say I'm crazy, but look at this, I made money. And, but, but that is not godlike to be showing off. So if it's not godlike, then God will take that because it's, it's, all, it's all the church's money, right? So what's happening right now is I'm being humbled. Another thing that's happening is by me being... Uh, burn to the flesh every single day. It's actually proving um, It's actually proving what I had to say so um, When I went to the mediation What I want to say is like black people are like, okay, Lex Friedman got you to apologize uh, Pierce Morgan got you to apologize to the Jews, but you never apologized to us about the George Floyd comment that made us feel bad now the thing is okay JFK, they got a lot of documentaries about how it happened. So we can argue about how it happened, which I like the fact that we can do that. But regardless, when I see that video as a black person, it hurts my feelings. And I know that police do attack. And America is generally racist. And I understand that when we got to say Black Lives Matter, that the idea of it, the idea of it made us feel good together as a, as a, as a person. Uh, as, as a people, right? When, uh, let me say it until the soundbite is better for you guys. When the idea of Black Lives Matter came out, it made us come together as a people. Now afterwards, yes, there was some, uh, there were some things where the money went, there were some things where it was used in order to push us to the Democratic vote. There were people right. behind and involved. That happened, but the general feeling, so when I said that, question the death of George Floyd, it hurt my people. It hurt the black people. So I want to apologize to hurting them because right now God has shown me by what Adidas is doing and by what by what the media is doing, I know how it feels to have a knee on my neck now. So I thank you God for humbling me and letting me know how it really felt. Because how could the richest black man ever be humble other than to be made to not be a billionaire in front of everyone off of one comment that actually if you look at the definition of defcon it means to get extra defense which obviously i must have needed yeah i must have needed that extra defense are you worried you ruined your legacy honey how how well stop i'm i'm um I'm not worried. I'm just not worried, period. God is alive. God runs the world. You know, God even runs Hollywood. God is alive. And he's using me right now. He chose me for such a time like this to be 
to basically for the for the media to put their knee on my neck, for Adidas to put their knee on my neck. All I ever wanted at Adidas, I left Nike because Nike wouldn't give me a percentage for my shoes and I had the Red October and my girlfriend at the time was pregnant and I needed to get some money because if I was the kid that just had the red shoes, I could have never been a black man wearing a red hat. Yeah, so, so at the end of the day, right now, right now we're hearing what Kanye is saying and um, Kanye saying some deep things right now. So we're going to keep coming into what Kanye is saying. And uh, we're going to get back to it. But I just wanted to let you know, this is Kanye's thinking and stuff. So let's hear what else he has to say. And let's get back to it. When the, like Nike would have shut me down immediately, right? But because Adidas was a German company, it gave me a little bit more room to be able to express myself and to actually have a political opinion as an American, that I wasn't forced into opinion, a political opinion because of the color of my skin. Now let's talk about the red hat uh, and let's talk about the similarities to the White Lives Matter t-shirt. The thing about the red hat that drove me to a point of exhaustion, which was misdiagnosed by a, I'm not going to say what race, what people, uh, doctor, and what hospital, and what media went to. We know I can't say that. It was a Jewish doctor that diagnosed me of having a disorder that would have had me on medication right now. At a time like this, if I was on medication right now, then one pill could have been swapped out and it would be Michael Jackson and Prince all over again. But because I didn't take the misdiagnosis and I didn't take the the, uh, medication, I'm able to speak to you guys clear of thought and transparently. Now let me talk about the red hat. Wearing the MAGA hat the way that Hollywood's political agenda attacked me and put me to a point of exhaustion was death by a thousand cuts. Everyone would say something to me, from a driver to my ex-wife to Adidas. Everyone would say something. So when I wore that White Lives Matter, I said, I'm not going through this again. (laughs) I'm not going. Hey, y'all going to leave me alone about my T-shirt. Because what's the point of having influence and having money that people could come up and just pinch you. But but don't you think having influence, you have a responsibility? And that's the responsibility that I'm taking right here. That's why you asked that question. But but don't you think speaking of dangerous rhetoric to be anti-Semitic to say all lives matter or white lives matter? No, I'm asking White Lives Matter, anti-Semitic. That's what you no, just said. No, I'm not saying that's anti-Semitic. No, no, you just said that, though. No, and I, but and you, I misspoke, but, but I'm you, saying no, to you walk didn't. around that with... Was a you didn't. I'm, 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 I'm trying to correct myself. Okay, correct so I'm saying to walk around with do, do a you White Lives Matter. Do you want to walk back that statement? Sure, I'll walk back that statement. Do you think maybe that's... Do you think maybe that's... No, no, but I'm saying wearing the White Lives Matter shirt. Um, and Black Lives Matter, and a lot of people think that you're you're being anti-black by saying no. Oh, what? 
America, black people don't take all the rights that we have that are actually given to us. Because we weren't given what we were promised in the first place, which was the 40 acres. Instead, we were given... And a mule. And, yeah, and a mule. Instead, we were given projects and bad food and posters of Oprah Winfrey. And also Planned Parenthood. People said to me multiple times, visit the Holocaust Museum. I said, visit our Holocaust Museum. It's called Planned Parenthood. Six million Jews died in the Holocaust, and I am sorry for your losses. 20 million blacks died to abortion, and Planned Parenthood was made by Marcus Sanger with the real KKK as population control. Margaret Sanger is a eugenics and is working today. The number one cause of death for black people in America is abortion. The most dangerous place for a black man today or a black baby, black woman, is in their mother's stomach. And that is a programming that's pushed through. I got a new word for 2024. Um, the red media. That is the red media. If you go to Apple right now, if you go to Apple right now, go to Apple Music. Let's load up the top 10 songs. I guarantee you they're promote, promoting black serial killing. Absolutely. Not just one. They're promoting black. The red media is making money off of blacks being serial killers to each other. Also misogynistic. The red media is making money off of that. And God sees it. But I understand, and I'm not judging because the oppressed becomes the oppressor. And it is our time now. Blacks are coming into money. We are not scared anymore. And I showed you that I crossed that line. They tried to bankrupt me. They tried to say I was crazy and I'm alive. We haven't had a full, a full black, black community since the gentrification of Harlem and Black Wall Street, which was torn down. But I know my brothers, my engineers, my architects, my farmers are going to rise up. And if it meant they had to take me and drag me like Emmett Till in front of everyone because I whistled. I know my brothers, my engineers, I have no reason to lie. My family was taken away from me. My reputation has been smeared. <clears throat> so let's close with a prayer. Father God, thank you. Thank you for keeping me alive. Thank you for the voice. Thank you for the clarity. Thank you for the experience. And thank you for the love. Because even though the real hate is what's happening on the media, and the idea of DEFCON was to get protected for a time like this. Let's lead with love. I have no association to any hate group. If any hate happens upon any Jewish person, it is not associated because I am demanding that everyone walk in love. Even though there's been things that have happened wrong to me that made me want to speak up that you guys saw in the past two weeks. You saw the power. You saw Ari Emanuel come out in public and ask, if that happened in public, what do you think happened in private? 
And what do you think happened in private to so many people for so many years? But what I'm telling everyone, no matter what background you are, no matter what socioeconomic class you are, walk with love right now. Walk, do what God would want. What would Jesus do? Walk with love, spread love, spread happiness. I thought that I wasn't going to be like MLK and stand there. There's times I felt very Malcolm X. But for some reason, God has called me to love and to ask for love for everyone. It's time for us just to love because love is the answer. It is the only way. Gandhi said, someone who was actually considered to be a racist, right? Gandhi said... An eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind. Jesus, Father God, spread the love. Put the love in our hearts and know that we are not each other's enemy, but we're all children of you. And you can bring this world to a peaceful place on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So we heard Kanye talk a little bit about what he felt and what was going on with him. And of course, we all know he got dropped by a lot of big companies and his value of his money value has went down. Um, Kanye, um, you have to be able to... I, I just felt the communication could have been better. Um, on how he communicated to the Jewish community, um, how he felt, and I get what Farrakhan is saying. It's a lot of hot, you know, you know about, you know, uh, uh, you know, black people and things like that. But at the end of the day, as a people, we can't have hate. We can't we put we can't put out hate. Um, but it is something that they could be aware of, where we can better ourselves as people as black people and better ourselves and, and, and get better coming together and trying to build platforms for ourselves. Uh, I think that'll work, but we just can't have the hate and, and the certain things that were said. Um, Kanye is putting out some real deep stuff. If, if you get away from all the drama and all the headache, even with the Jewish community, if everybody can get over all the, the the emotion and everybody just listen to what is being said there's a lot of facts to what's being said uh, on certain things um, but hate and anti-semitic stuff I don't agree with and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it home with this um, to even bring it home even more David Chappelle David Chappelle talks about this and David Chappelle says something similar to what Kanye was talking about, how this industry works and how contracts and things like that work and how so many people have been screwed through contracts and been bullied in the industry. And this is what it is. Anybody that's trying to get into this industry should be listening to this stuff very closely because this is the industry you're trying to get in. You're trying to get in our industry. You're trying to get in. These are some of the things that goes on in our industry that we have to look out for. And 
contracts, things like that, that we have to look out for. And I'm going to show you what David Chappelle had to say. Taking a man's livelihood away from him is akin to killing him. This is what Kanye yeah, so, West was... So, I want you guys... That's what David Chappelle said at the beginning. And I'm going to sit back and let y'all listen to him. And... Let you guys know. Give me one second. Here we go. Give me one second. saying these contracts to use your name and likeness and perpetuity throughout the universe who the fuck could possibly know what that means nobody does it's so complicated in fact that when you're a kid like me you have to hire somebody to tell you what that means and you sit down at a table and you do the contract game and that's how I got with Comedy Central I signed the contract. But I signed the contract the way the 28-year-old expecting father that was broke signs a contract. I was desperate. I needed a way out. And it wasn't good money and it wasn't good circumstances. But uh, what else am I going to do, I said. And all these white people sitting at that table told me, trust us, Dave, it's a good contract. And I looked around the table and they all seemed to agree it was a good contract. But what if... What if it was like that game of three-card Monty? What if they were all friends and I didn't know it? The bag of money was Iceberg's money in the first place. What was I talking about? What was I trying to tell you? Last week, two weeks ago, whenever it was, I call Lauren Michaels and I tell him, okay, I'll do it. I'll do Saturday Night Live on election night. And and the day I made that phone call, the day I committed to it, it gets announced that Netflix is streaming Chappelle's show. Not just Netflix. HBO Max is streaming it too. I'll tell you another story about HBO. No, hear me out. Did you know, before Chappelle's show was at Comedy Central, I pitched that show to HBO. I, I told them what I wanted to do. Now, these are executives. All they have to do is say, yeah, we'll take it, or no, thank you, we won't. But they didn't say either of those things. They went too far. They said, literally, what do we need you for? That's what they told me. Because they kicked me out of the office. What do we need you for? And here we are, all these years later, and they're streaming the very show that I was pitching to them. So I'm asking them, what 
Doesn't feel good to be flogged publicly. Oh, believe me, I know. I know exactly how that feels. When I quit my show, they said I was crazy. Who was crazy about it? I just didn't want to do it anymore. They said I smoked crack. That's impossible. I was a devout Muslim. I didn't smoke or drink. But I do now, bitch, because you ruined my fucking life. Now it's their turn. This is their first nigga lesson. And I'm honored to give it to them. They're going to pay me for this show. I called my agent. I said, is there anything I can do about this show? And he said, no. Well, fuck you do then. You want something done right? I guess you got to do it yourself. So I'm not going to the agents. I'm coming to my real boss. I'm coming to you. I'm begging you. If you ever liked me, if you ever think there was anything worthwhile about me, I'm begging you, please don't watch that show. I'm not asking to boycott any network. Boycott me. Boycott Chappelle's show. Do not watch it unless they pay me. for their shareholders. That's what they told me. So if you're a shareholder in that company, tell them it's wrong. And if you don't believe that it's wrong, then fuck you too. You should know what's in the hot dogs you eat. Now, there's probably a bunch of people at Comedy Central and Viacom and all these places that have no idea what I'm talking about. They've all either quit or been fired or got me too or something. Them niggas is gone. And there's a whole bunch of new young people there and they're probably looking like, what is he talking about? They may not actually know what the fuck happened to me. So I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Go downstairs to your accounting department, open the books, see what that show made and look at what you paid me. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You're going to pay me. I am inviting you to come with me and work with me. And let's fight against that terrible, terrible feeling that you made me feel together. We can fight together and work this thing with Chappelle show out. Or, or I can just take it. Thank you. So we heard a little bit from David Chappelle on contracts and the mistake that he made and other people made in contracts, right? So much is said in these contracts and you've got to have an entertainment lawyer for these contracts because there's so much in them and there's so much that you have to know every little thing that's in it. And clearly... People in the industry, people, people been getting used out of contracts for years. Seem like Kanye is going through issues also where Kanye, like I said, being a billionaire and being around billionaires who are Jewish, a lot of them are Jewish, 
He felt that he, you know, for some reason, something went wrong on a deal, or something went wrong somewhere where Kanye felt a certain way and had to, and and, and went on a rampage, and now he's starting to express. But there's a better way of doing it. Anti-Semitic stuff is not good. Anti-Semitic is not good at all. Um, Racism is not good. And we're still building as a country. And And we're trying to get better. America's only been around for hundreds of years. Not thousands, hundreds. So we still have so much more growth in this country to get better. And I believe that we will get better one day. A positive is the key, but we're not gonna, you know, hang Jews or talk bad about Jews because Jewish people have been through a lot. Uh, and just like we all have, and we all gotta come together and help one another. Kanye, man, we wish you the best, man. It's a lot of crazy things, you know, Kanye has said that raised the eyebrow for so many people. I can name so much stuff that people are like, what, what is this guy talking about? And some crazy things. But one, I will, one thing I will say, he is a smart individual. He, 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 he very articulate on what he feeling and what he's about. I don't think Kanye is crazy. I just think that he expresses himself and just goes out there and just do wild things. And that's how he gets himself promoted and things like that. But that's my Cooley Radio. I hope this segment gave you a little bit. I know it's a long segment, but I wanted to give you some details of this industry, what Kanye felt, and and what my opinion on probably the reason why he snapped up and decided to go on his rampage about the Jewish community and feeling that he's not being equally treated right by doing business with um, the Jewish community that are involved in the billionaire situation. That's it. Uh, this is Mike Cooley Radio, and let's get it, because we're going to get it in. I'm out. <laughs>